Courtside Club is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. I get the most death threats after a loss. My DMs just blow up. What's up, you guys? I'm Rachel Demita, and welcome to the Courtside Club. Today, I am super excited because I'm joined by an SI swimsuit model, <laughs> philanthropist, and social media influencer, Kristen Harper. Thank you so much. Welcome Just, to the Courtside oh Club. Gosh, I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I was really excited to have you because I feel like you embody what Courtside Club is. You have so much going on in your life with the Sports Illustrated swimsuit, which congratulations, Thank by you. the way. So, so awesome. Much. And just all the work that you're doing. But then at the same time, you get that courtside look into sports as well. So I want to cover all that with you today, if you're cool with it. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm so excited to be here. Let's talk about SI. Yeah. What was that like? What was that initial call? So first, I went through swim search. Okay. And even long before that, I mean, SI has been a dream of mine since I was a little girl. I remember seeing the magazine when I was in high school and seeing, I, I remember specifically seeing Kate Upton and being like, wow, like this girl, she is confident. Yeah. She is just everything that I wanted to be at that time. I was, you know, we're in high school, insecure, didn't really know what I wanted from life. And she just seemed like she just had it all. And I just, I really looked up to her. She broke the mold too of that like traditional model when we were younger. Yeah. It was all just like tall, super thin. Yeah. Yeah, And she really broke the mold, but then also like did it in the best way. She really did. I think now when you look at how far the industry has come, she was really that initial, you know, catapult into that. And so looking back, that was one of the biggest things that kind of made me want to not only become a model, but, you know, just love myself and feel confident in my own skin. So Sports Illustrated was really that for me. So growing up, I wanted that Mm -hmm. so bad and never quite got there. I was with agencies for years and just never was able to get a casting with them. And so I decided to go and just do it myself and do swim search, which was honestly the best thing ever. I think I had so much more personal growth because I chose to like get outside of my comfort zone. It was something I was kind of like shy to do. You know, you're putting it out there that this is something you want. Yeah. Can you break that down for the people who yeah. are watching and are listening who might not be familiar with what swim search is? Right. So normally when you, you know, models traditionally, when they get into a magazine, they go through castings, but this was different. They opened the door to every single girl in the world and you would submit a video and hopefully you'd get called back to be a part of the issue. And so for me, it was one of those things where I was nervous to admit that that was like what I wanted because when you admit that, if you fail, everybody knows you failed. Right. So it took me some pep talks from everybody around me to say, just go for it. And so I did it. I submitted a little video and um, they called me and... Who, like, break that down? Who filmed it? What was the video? Um, I was on a beach in... Where was I? I think I was in, like, Newport area or Laguna And I just kind of just shared a little bit about myself and I tried to just keep it real. Like I, I just shared who I am, where I'm from, why this has been such a big goal of mine. And, um, I think it resonated with them. And for me being in the modeling industry, I haven't always been the standard size and SI has always been a catalyst in that area and showing women that, you know, we are a range, like we're not just one thing. And you can be so much more than just a model, so much more than just like a girl in a magazine. So that's what I really wanted to show. And 
Well, that's something for me, and and I'll admit it to you, is that I also had that goal. Um, really? Yeah. Because as a as a kid, I was an athlete. And so when they would showcase the professional athletes also in the SI swim edition, and this was way before they've ever done swim surge, I was like, that's so cool because I even myself appreciate an athletic body that sometimes you don't see represented as much like in the modeling industry. So I think you hit the nail on the head is that they are the company who does that. And it's so important. I think like that's what people – it's so much more than just being in a magazine and, you know, taking pretty pictures. This representation – of women, you grow up seeing an athletic woman that looks like you or a curvier mm-hmm. woman that looks like, like you see this and you believe that you can do anything. You believe that you can do that, but you can also do so much more. You have confidence right. to walk into any room and just be like, sure of yourself. So, so I, I looked at SI because of the sports. Did you play any sports growing up? No. I mean, I was a cheerleader. So okay. I, which I don't is, know if that's a, it's, which is high key a sport. It's, yeah. It was, <laughs> I was competitive. It was yeah. tough, but I grew up, my brother played, he played professional hockey for a bit. So I grew up in a hockey house. So I was always around sports, but more like against my will, like being dragged (laughs) to hockey games and doing my homework, like in the car on the way to games. So for me, sports has always been a part of my life, but maybe not so much in, in the way that I was involved in it. So hockey is one of the sports that I haven't really gotten into thoroughly. I went to my first Rangers game. That's a good game to go to. Okay, so every hockey fan I talk to is like, okay, the Rangers are one of the best. Yeah, I feel like there's there's like good energy there. Yeah, for sure. So what was your team? So, well, growing up, I'm from California, Southern California. So I grew up a Kings fan. Okay. So we grew up going to Kings games, and then my brother played a little bit um, for the Florida Panthers. So then I was a Florida Panther fan. Yeah. Um, I kind of jumped teams, but the Kings always have a special place in my heart. So you went to your brother's games, I'm assuming. All of them. And in the courtside club, obviously we, we are the people who get that front row look into what's going on. Right. Going to your, your brother's games, obviously that's a family member of yours and, and your now fiance also plays in a, in a very rough and physical sport. But but talk about being at those hockey games where, you know, fights might break out or the fans are also pretty rowdy. Like, what are you hearing when you're there? And I know myself, when when my boyfriend's on the court, it's sometimes hard to hear what the, the fans are saying or kind of being in that mix. Totally. I feel like I see that. Yeah, I saw that when I was younger and I see that, especially now with um, Jared at games. People can be crazy. People can be yeah. mean. And I think what I've learned is to just not listen. At the end of the day, it's a game. And of course it's important for us. It's our life right? and it's his life. But for all those other people there, they're just there for entertainment and they're going to say things and they're drunk and they're whatever. So yeah. what I've learned is to kind of block out that noise and just and try to enjoy the moment because this is so like, it only lasts for so long. Definitely. Have you seen when, when Russell Westbrook came out um, during the season because people, you know, I I know Russell Westbrook. He's like one of the nicest, kindest basketball players that that I have ever met. And, you know, but he is polarizing when he's on the court. And a lot of fans were, you know, coming after him, but then took it a step further to like talk to his wife or like say things about his family. And, you know, and that seems to me when, when players say, you know, you can say whatever you want to me. I know kind of what I signed up for. 
but keep my family out of this. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy that people have the time and energy to do that. I mean, I get the most death threats after a loss. My DMs just blow up with like crazy stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of insane to me as well, because you are, are somebody who obviously your life with Jared is such a big part of your life, but at the same time you've had, you've created your own career and you have so much success in in your own right. And it's not like you're on social media shoving it in everybody's face. Exactly. About your fiance, you know? So it's um, funny. So when I was shooting sports illustrated this last year, I was in Barbados and there was this video of me that went viral. The lions had their first win and that comment section, the whole thing was like, if she really was a fan, she would have been at the game. And it's like, Seriously? dude, I can't win because if I was at the game, they'd be saying, you're a gold digger. All you're doing is following on, like following right. your boyfriend around. So you really can't win if you're at the game. You're too invested. That's your whole life. If you're right. not there, you're not supportive. Right. So as women, it's like it's impossible to win because right. they're always going to say something you're doing is wrong. Well, that's kind of crazy, crazy because I saw that video and I thought the complete opposite. I was like, oh, this is a really sweet moment because you could tell how much you cared. You know what I mean? Of course. You weren't able I was to be there, but you so were so like- mad I wasn't there. But I was doing my, like, right. I was living out my dream. Meanwhile, he's living out his dream. It's like, right. it was such a magical thing that was happening at the same time, but people just couldn't see that. They were like, oh, she's not, she doesn't care. She's at a beach somewhere. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> So if we were going to stick you on a football team, what position would you play? I mean, I, well, also I should say, I don't know football <laughs> as well as I know quarterbacking because that's probably all I know. So I guess yeah. I'd have to be a quarterback, but yeah. you know, good luck. I'm not going to be doing too good, but yeah, I feel like before games, I'm like, we're, I'm quizzing him on like plays and stuff. So I'm like, I know what's going down, but I don't yeah. know what, what any of it means. It's a cerebral position on the field more so than any others because like you said there's like a lot of plays yeah, to memorize had, and knowing where your teammates are and whatnot so totally I had yeah. no clue about that whole side of it I remember like when we first started dating I I just thought I mean I don't know I knew he played football I'm like okay you just like throw a ball around but I had no clue the like work it takes to just like know the whole playbook to know all these like it's it's incredible like the way they can memorize these plays. I mean, the entire team has to know all their stuff, but it's pretty, pretty incredible to see firsthand. I'm like, okay, I guess you, you got it going on. Yeah. <laughs> going back to, to your work as a model and most recently an SI swimsuit model, what kind of work goes into that? Because I, I actually did listen to an interview that you did where you talked about you being physically sore after your SI swimsuit shoot, which was kind of confusing to me because you know, I, I've taken photos here and there. I'm not a model, but I was like, why would you be physically sore from taking photos? You know, totally. So why is it labor intensive? What were you guys doing? Yeah. I mean, every shoot is definitely different, but for something like Sports Illustrated, they're always trying to like push the limits and do some like new stuff. They're breaking boundaries. They're doing all this stuff. So we're always like, I don't know, posed on some crazy cliff, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Contorting your Contorting body. our bodies yeah. different ways. And it's just, you end up getting like sore in places that you're never sore because you're holding these crazy positions for so long and you wait there until you get that shot and the sun is hitting you just right. So sometimes it's really fast. Sometimes it's really slow and you're holding these poses for so long. It's like Pilates. So how long was that shoot? That one. So the last shoot I did with Sports Illustrated, it's a one day shoot, but it's like sunrise to sunset. So we're getting up at you know, 4 a.m. to do makeup. And then we head to the beach and we, I oh, think wow. I did about like 17 bikinis that day. 
Oh, wow. So it was, it's a lot. So then how many make the final cut? Because it's not all 17, is it? No. I think in the issue, I have, a f- yeah, two or three suits. Mm-hmm. And then if you go onto, like, the website, you can see almost all of the suits, which is oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds crazy, like, waking up at four in the morning to go take photos, which I'm sure a lot yeah. of people look in the magazine and they're like, you know, or digital copy, however you're totally. getting it nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> it is 2022. We don't all get the actual hard copy magazine. But they're looking and they're like, oh, these girls are gorgeous. I'm sure it just took, like, one hour. They changed a couple times. Boom, yeah. done. Yeah. You know? It's definitely a lot more labor-intensive than people think. And you're just running around. It's so hot. I mean, all of that still doesn't sound that hard, but... If anybody stepped in, they'd be like, okay, it's a, I'll give you some credit. It's Got a little this. harder than it looks. <laughs> so your cheerleading background came in helpful yeah. for SI. There you go. It, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Just holding those poses and stuff. All right, people. We're brought to you by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. See, it's not just about the daily promos, odd boosts, or the hundreds of ways to wager. It's about the immortal words of Caesar himself. You bet you get with Caesars Rewards. Every bet you place on the app, no matter the outcome, earns towards exclusive perks at Caesars Rewards destinations everywhere. Hotel stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app, become a Caesars Rewards member today, and get more with every wager. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. So your social media presence has grown over the years, and I feel like you have transitioned into focusing more on that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it's been a such a I've I've been in the modeling industry I actually started when I was 9. So I've I'm 29 now. So almost 20 years I've kind of seen it change and so when social media first started coming out it really wasn't it was almost frowned upon by agencies. Yeah. Like you didn't want to be a social media girl. They wouldn't take you seriously as a oh, model. I remember when it was like there was the Instagram model category and right. then like the real model category. Yes. Yeah. And so for the longest time I had this like idea that like I couldn't do that or I wouldn't be taken seriously. And then, like everything, I just started realizing, like, I'm just going to do what I like. And if that happens, it happens. And so, thankfully, I, like, organically grew in a small way. And um, it's been fun. It's just fun. It's a fun place to connect to people and really get those conversations and show what you want to show. Whereas, like, when I show up to set as a model, I have no say in any of it. I'm just showing up and putting on some clothes and nobody knows anything about me. And so, on my platform... I have the ability to show what I want to show and what's important to me. Is there any strategy that you have behind it? Oh my gosh, I wish. I would probably be better. No, No, but that's really impressive actually to have the following that you have and to like not be thinking about it so much. Yeah, I wish I should be a little bit better at it, but it's, it's also like it's one of those things where I have friends that just are so good at it, so it comes so naturally. For me, it's not as natural and I share what I share and it some like things I like to keep private and that's fine. And yeah, I just am happy that some people are like interested, I guess. And like following. <laughs> yeah. Along. Have you noticed that in any castings now? Because I know in the television industry and even the movie industry, it's gotten to the point where casting directors, um, producers, anybody who is, you know, casting for a show is also asking for social media numbers. Oh, Have yeah. you noticed that at all? Oh yeah. I feel like I started seeing that like about three years ago. I would walk into a casting, they have you write your name and your agency, and then they would write, like, how many followers do you have? And I remember seeing that for the first time, and I was like, 
the last three years you told us not to do this and now all of a sudden you care, but it's smart. Like, right. why wouldn't they? Do you think that that hurts any of the people who might have more skill than somebody who does have a bigger following? Because I think it for me, it goes both ways because I'm somebody who has built up their social media mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of it. And I do have a strategy behind mine and I work hard to, to keep it to where it's at. Mm-hmm. And I know that that helps me in business. But I do think maybe on the side of like actors, I know a lot of actors who are super talented, but they don't give a damn about social right. media, but it hurts them. Yeah. So I, I think that happens a lot. I think that has always happened in certain ways in the world with people getting certain things because of maybe reasons that they shouldn't. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do. And I think if you're not into it, you're not into it. And hopefully you'll get in front of the right person at the right time and it'll happen anyway and organically. Right. Because you can't force it too. Like if you're really not into social media, it's like this you is can't true. force it. This is true. But yeah, I definitely see both sides. That was something in the music industry also. I know that you do enjoy TikTok, but yeah. um, <laughs> that was something that was going around the music industry yeah. because a lot of the what's it called? The labels. Right. We're asking their artists to kind of make songs for TikTok. TikTok. And these yeah. artists are like, what? No, I, this is not what I've been. This is my art. Right. Like, I'm exactly. Not it for t- yeah. <laughs> so that's, I think there's a thin line, but we're seeing a lot more of that. But then I also think, you know, on the other side in sports, it's also a, a good and a bad thing because you have those, the death threats that you get. Yeah. Sorry yikes. about that. <laughs> um, but you have that negativity on that side, but then you also have, the the ways that we can get to know players better 100 percent and connect and yeah and build their brand because mm-hmm. like you said it doesn't last forever right totally is there anything that that you and jared have done like as a couple to to try to kind of build that brand or, or presence you know i think for the longest time we kind of like to keep things separate just yeah. because i think it came from more fear of me feeling like people were thinking that I was achieving things because of him. So right. I, I really tried to keep our brand separate. Also, like, you never know what happens in relationships. So we kind of kept things private for a pretty long time. Um, now that we're engaged, I mean, I feel... Congratulations, more- by you. the way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Thank awesome. you. I feel more comfortable doing things like that. But I also love each having our own thing and, and you know, being able to, like, at the end of the day, come together and, like, talk about what we did that day. Definitely. When, I feel like you intertwine too much. It gets complicated, but some people it's really hard. make it work. It's hard. Yeah. But then you see those couples on social media and, like, on YouTube who make yes. a whole channel or a yeah. whole social platform just about what they're doing. And it's kind of relying solely on your family, which is also a lot of pressure. I personally yeah. couldn't do it. I feel like most of my pages are all, like, work-related, and that's right. why I feel comfortable sharing. Right. But – you also had a little cameo on Hard Knocks, I believe. I did. Yeah. yeah. Are you looking to get more into acting? Um, so once upon a time, that was definitely a huge goal of mine. I, I do love it. I took a lot of acting classes growing up. It's definitely something that's super fun to me. Um, I would love to do things like that. It's just fun to use, I don't know, as when you work as a model for so long, you show up, you kind of just like, like I said before, you kind of just show up and you're told what to do, what to yeah. wear. You don't really have a say in anything, but when you're acting, you get to, you know, put your spin on things. You get to t- use your voice literally. Right. And so for me, that's a little more fun. So yeah, I mean, hopefully that would be a fun thing to like start aiming for in the yeah. future. Is there anybody in the industry right now that you look up to or 
that inspired you and you're like, oh, I think I could do that or that's maybe a path that I'd like to follow? There's so many women. I mean, Camille Caustic to me right now is like such an ultimate goal. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She's first of all, the kindest human ever. She was one of the people that really made me want to do swim search and get into Sports Illustrated that way just because of everything she did. Um, I think she's just all around like a really good human and she's doing amazing things. So she's definitely, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I see her hosting red carpets and stuff too, which is really cool. Really cool. And she's so good. She's just so good at it. I think she's also somebody, and and I've never met her, so I'm I'm totally just going off of like what I've seen of her. She's somebody who's unapologetically her. A hundred percent. Like it seems like if I were to meet her, I'd be getting what I assume that she is because of her social media. Exactly the same. And she's just literally a, a light ray that walks into the room. She's so awesome. So what are you working on right now that you're excited about? Obviously, Sports Illustrated came out last month. Yes. So aside from Sports Illustrated, I have a fun, few fun little secret projects that are I'm working on cool. that aren't – I can't really talk about – I hate when people say that, but I can't yeah. really talk about them yet. But Can you uh, give us the genre of Yeah, I'm going to be doing some stuff in the swim space. Cool. Some swimsuits and some clothing. Love. So that will be really fun for me. Um I haven't really done that before, so it's really exciting to be a little bit behind the scenes and get to do and create stuff that I really love. Yeah. And um, I always uh, – I spend a lot of time volunteering, too, in my site, like spare time. With modeling, the great thing is you have a lot of time off. So in those days, I like to like fill up my space with that. So I worked with Girls, Inc. over the past um, – this last semester, which was really fun, and they're a nonprofit in L.A. Well, they're all over the country, but I worked with the one specifically in L.A., and it's just mm-hmm. like this amazing nonprofit that just helps girls just feel confident and just allow them to grow up feeling like brave and smart and bold. And So what are you doing with them? So I work with them in the classroom, and this last um, – few weeks we did, it was focused on STEM. So it's helping girls, you know, get excited about science and math and hopefully that they'll go on into those fields. And for me, that's giving me Carly Kloss. Doesn't she do a lot of that too? She does. She does a lot of stuff in coding too. She does amazing stuff. For me growing up, I, I mean, this is kind of like deep, but like I grew up, like I was modeling at the age of nine. So I grew up feeling like my worth was solely on the idea that I was pretty. And so I never really grew up hearing that I was smart or, you know, strong or confident. Whereas you played sports. I bet you heard that a lot. I hope you did. <laughs> yeah, I think it I think it was more maybe about that than Yeah. Than the look side, I guess. So so maybe we, but I think- we flip-flopped. It was more, yeah, it was more about getting my body to perform and mm-hmm. not looking at my body for how it looks, right. I guess. And so, I think yeah. that's important. And I feel like definitely I want gr- all girls to grow up feeling like that. And so what we do at Girls Inc. is we really just allow them to build that confidence within themselves so they can go through the world and go after what they want. It's not like to go after modeling or anything like that, but to just feel confident to then go into jobs in science and math or you know, be the next president or anything. Like just give these girls the confidence at a young age to just walk into a room and like own it. Yeah, that's really cool. That is something though that that I've talked about multiple times when people ask me about body image or, you know, like negative comments that I get, all these things. And, And for my body specifically, and I think this comes from being an athlete, I've always just appreciated it for how my body performs. And I feel like my body looks great when I'm hitting my performance goals, you know. So in basketball, like if I was, you know, running faster or, you know, just doing well on the court. Right. 
my, my, in the mirror, my body looked great. But if there was a time where like I had taken time off or mm. I wasn't like hitting the goals, then maybe I felt less secure about right. myself. So I feel like that's something that sports instilled in me. What do you think gave you the confidence that you have now? Because you started at such a young age yeah, and I can't imagine it being easy. Yeah, it wasn't. I remember specifically I was in a shoot when I was like 10 or 12. It was for a very popular brand. I was so excited to be there and I was shooting. And then someone like told me like, oh, suck it in, like suck in your belly. And I was like 10. And I didn't even, until that moment, like I really just, I feel like I didn't even, I I didn't even even know that. Yeah. I didn't know what my belly looked like when I was doing things. It was just used for me to like run around. So I feel like there was just such a switch when that happened where I became so conscious of what I looked like. And so I struggled with self-esteem and what I looked like for such a long time. I I don't think I went to like a single pool party or beach day when I was in middle school or high school because I was so just like worried about what I looked like. Wow. And so for, it's crazy now that I'm like a yeah. zoo model, but it was really, yeah. like I said, back in the beginning, Sports Illustrated, I saw Kate Upton and these women that were just like so confident and they just loved themselves. And like, yeah. that's what I wanted. I was like, I want to be her, not because she's beautiful or whatever. She just looks like she loves herself. And right. that's been my journey. And I feel like now I'm, you know, I've gone through so many waves in my life where I've been smaller or big or whatever, but I just feel good in myself because it's the least important thing about me. Like I have so much more to talk about, to share. It's like an afterthought, you know? And I feel like that comes with age and also (laughs) just (laughs) like, I wish I could tell every young girl that, but they probably won't get that till later. But now it's like, who cares? But, But now you're just leading by example. And I think what Kate Upton did for you, you're able to do for other women. You might not even know. You you might not even know right now, but there might be somebody on a podcast in 20 years. That's like, I saw Kristen, you know, uh, on social media. That's how, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and like looked up to her and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I think it's awesome. I hope that's my dream. (laughs) So we are reaching the end of the game and I have some buzzer beaters for you. Okay. Break down your courtside fit. Ooh, I love – that's, like, my favorite part about football season. Is this supposed to be fast? <laughs> putting like, together outfits. Putting together outfits. Um, for me, it's a sneaker. I'm not going to be wearing heels to a football game. I'll be in jeans, and I love to get vintage – I find vintage pieces, like vintage lines gear, like cool. bomber jackets, things like that. It's, like, a fun little hobby for me, so I'll always find something good. But I like cool. to keep it pretty low-key, but – have, have you adjusted to the weather? Oh my gosh, that so I grew up in California. So for right. me, that was I grew huge... up in Ohio, and okay. we would go to Michigan a lot because my grandparents lived mm-hmm. there. So, you but I it. I got out of there. Yeah, yeah. Partly no, it, because of the weather. It was so. be- it was a lot better than I thought it would be. I actually figured out why people like love seasons. I never mm-hmm. got that. I was like, no, what? What yeah. are you talking about? Like, yeah. it's, it should be summer all year. But now I get it. I love the summer and fall. There is like so beautiful you almost can't beat it and then winter I weirdly like loved like the first snow was truly amazing and then you just bundle up and how I took how old were you when you had the first snow oh well the first snow when I was in Michigan okay I, no I've had it wasn't here. your first snow ever no I've I was been about to, to say snow. if you were in your late 20s for your first no snow, no I would drive to the mountains so and stuff bad. growing okay, up okay. but it's different like I feel it's not as cold here even when you go to the mountains like it's never as cold like right there were some days in Michigan I think they the week we left, it was like seven degrees, which was, that was new for me. Well, you know that we would have cold days where we'd get called off school. Because no. if the wind chill was under, I think it was negative 15. If wind chill's under negative 15, <laughs> then you don't go to school. But I had like many cold days called Well, we off had 
fire days growing up. So, okay. You know, it's all, honestly, I might take cold over fire Yeah, days. I know. I think I would too. Yeah. Okay. So what is your ideal food and drink combo while sitting courtside Ooh. or field side? Ooh, that's a good one. It depends. Um, if I'm like outside and it's hot, I really love those like mango cart beers. Have you ever had one of those? They're so good. No, Anyways, I haven't. Really good. Okay. I'll get you some of those. Got it. <laughs> um, but I love, I feel like I mostly last year, I didn't know this, but Detroit's really big on like Moscow mules. So I got really back really? into Moscow mules. Oh, interesting. So okay. that was kind of my game day drink last year. And I just am a big snacker. I want French fries. I want chips. I just love any salty, crunchy, nice, crunchy vibe. So French fries, chips, and a mango beer and or Moscow mule depending on which normally it's tequila for me so that was a big change up okay yeah if there was one person dead or alive (gasps) that you could sit courtside with who would it be oh my gosh I feel like there's so many people now depends like do you really want to have fun or do you want to like get down to business and like it's up to you figure out some like crazy things. You know, you could have somebody like a Mike Mike Ditka or something like sit next to you and just run down like everything that's going on. That would also be good for me. Or yeah, yeah or somebody who's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like I would want to go the fun route. I feel like um I don't I like love Will Ferrell. Like I feel like he'd be a, a hoot at a game. <laughs> I was not expecting I know, that. I don't know why that like, just came to me. But like I mean he's alive. There's definitely better, not better, sorry, Will. Um, there's other people that would probably be great, but I just feel like he'd be really fun to just like sit at a game. He with. would be really and fun. And he would just like, honestly. I yeah. And if he like wore his like semi-pro outfit. That's what I would want. Like that's what I'm envisioning. The whole yeah. thing. I think that's what we would do. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Okay, and last one. What is one event in history, it could be sporting or otherwise, that you would have loved to have been courtside for? Ooh. Um that's a good question. Maybe like the miracle on ice. Cool. The landing on the moon. Like, yeah, you could totally. Heck yeah. Can I be up there? Yeah. Okay. That would be be the courtside seat. The first landing on the moon. (laughs) Courtside seat. Done. (laughs) That's so good. No, I've had people say like they want to be there for when their family like immigrated to America. Oh. I've had like. No, no, no. I'm saying you don't have to go that deep. Okay, okay. You don't have okay. to. But then we've had like when Diana Ross was in a helicopter going to the Super Bowl. Oh okay. Or, Iconic moments. In yeah. Time. So okay. it's across the board. It could be fun, but I like the moon. I think the moon would be. That would be, pretty dope that would be the best courtside seat you could ever get. Because there's also conspiracies that it didn't happen. I know. But I would but know. You would know because you'd be know. courtside. Can happen. I love it. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on Courtside Club. Let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me and follow me on Kristen Harper. My Instagram is Kristen Harper. That's just my name. And then I'm on TikTok as well. And yeah, you can also find me in Sports Illustrated Issue. That just came out. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. Make sure that you like, rate, and subscribe. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.